This is episode number 155 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jesse Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell. And Anita Lambert. And this is exciting. This is actually our last episode for 2020. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it has been quite the year. Uh, When we did our last episode in 2019, just like the rest of the world, we did not expect 2020 to look like this. Um, but it's been, I'm really grateful that we've been able to continue the podcast throughout the year, um, share this info, but also have so many amazing guests, um, and highlight so many, um, experts from around the world. Yeah. What a fun year of podcasting really that has been, we have been able to have so many excellent conversations and for me, it's just, in the three years now of recording this podcast, it's just been such a nice constant and touch point in my life to be able to do this with you and with our guests. I know. Yeah, no, it's been great. And like, it's been so great hearing from you, like you that are listening. Um, we really appreciate when you send us messages, you know, letting us know that you're listening. And I do want to give a little shout out to my clients because it's so awesome when I hear um, clients, whether new clients or like current clients, and they've been listening to episodes so they can gain a lot of information even outside our sessions, which is great. And with my bump to birth course, there's been a lot of people in it who kind of found out about it through the podcast and just gaining, again, all this other information um, that's accessible wherever you are, which is so fun. So let's jump into our top 10 podcast episodes. So these are essentially, you decided um, what these top 10 were. Um, And these are in no particular order. These are just more in numerical order um, of the podcast over this year. So we'll go with the first one. So this is episode 101 and we'll post these in the show notes as well. Um, So 101 was about preparing for postpartum during pregnancy. So Jess and I talked about, you know, all the benefits of preparing your mind and body, including your pelvic floor and core while you're pregnant and kind of how much this can help postpartum. We talked about um, cesarean scars, vaginal scars. We talked about mobility and strength work. Um, how much that helps not only with comfort in pregnancy, but then also preparing you for the demands of motherhood and parenthood. Yeah. And what I hope we did in that episode was made it feel less overwhelming for people. Like I hope people don't, people listen to this episode and then feel like, okay, I know these few things that might really help me to 
feel better through this postnatal transition. Not that we're giving you this checklist of 285 things that you need to do during pregnancy. That's really not what this episode is about. We more want to pare this down. So you have a few things to have solid guidance on and move forward from there. Yeah, love it. Because yeah, there is a lot of information to sift through online. So we really try, that's kind of our purpose with the podcast is just to give you succinct info to, to follow along. So the second episode, so is actually 102. And this is one I did about three misconceptions when preparing your pelvic floor for birth. Um, I find this is one of the most common topics I get asked about. And so I go through things about, you don't need to do hundreds of Kegels. Um, pelvic floor muscle training has its purpose. And I do think there's also, when we talk about the pendulum swinging, sometimes I see where people say like, don't ever do pelvic floor muscle training, AKA Kegels, um, or pelvic floor strengthening in pregnancy, but there actually are a lot of benefits. It's going to be individual because some people potentially, if they're experiencing a lot of pelvic floor tension, which there's a lot of factors in why that might be happening. Yes. They may not necessarily um, be needing to start with pelvic floor muscle strengthening. However, there's so many benefits um, and it doesn't contribute to like having a strong pelvic floor is not a bad thing going into birth. Um, so I do kind of bust a few myths, talk about relaxing the pelvic floor, the benefits of that as well, and to not wait until labor to try all of this out. <laughs> so you're going to get some key tips on what to start while you're pregnant. Um, and then I also have a free ebook that goes with this. So I'll make sure that that's posted in uh, the show notes as well. So you can actually get kind of a visual to follow along with this podcast. Um, so let's go into our, our next one, which also is about pregnancy. And we'll probably do a number more of these in 2021 because we do find the Q&A episodes a lot of people find helpful because they are specifically your questions. So 106 was about a Q&A about pregnancy exercise. We covered a lot in this episode, Jess, everything from, you know, things to be aware of, like when busting myths around exercise with back pain, pelvic pain, um, weightlifting in pregnancy, squatting in pregnancy. Um, this is this is always like a really fun one for us to do when we get to answer your specific questions. Yes, I love it. And I feel like we'll probably do another, you know, eight to 10 parts of Q&As on prenatal exercise over the next however long we get to keep doing this podcast because there are so many specific questions on it. And not only that, when you Google pregnancy exercise, you're going to find just hundreds of pages of results that pop up and the information on those pages might not be up-to-date evidence-based manageable or accessible for you so yeah I love when we get to hear directly from our listeners and to see what they're actually wondering what is still confusing what doesn't make sense and then we can you know as always what we're trying to do is just make it feel simpler for you yeah, for sure. And that's the thing is like, keep sending us your questions. Even if we're not necessarily doing an episode right at that time, we always keep those questions coming in and keep stock of those for when we do do another episode. So the next one is 107. And this was about who's taking care of the moms. And so Jess, do you want to share more about this one? This one was definitely one a lot of people resonated with. 
Yeah, this is a question that is always on my mind, honestly, and has been since I first started working with moms in exercise almost 15 years ago at this point. We based this episode specifically off a Instagram post from Toy Marie, who we highly recommend you follow and read the work of. And it really is this idea of moms are taking care of all the people in their families, in their communities, in their personal and professional lives, but who is taking care of the moms? Who is taking care of you? And are you able to identify those people? Are you able to allow those people to take care of you? And in what ways might you be able to ask for more care, ask for more support, more resources, more help? So that might be a good one to listen to as we wrap up this year and head into 2021, which who knows what to expect coming ahead. 2020 was uh, an interesting uh, pivot for a lot of people. So yeah, who is taking care of the moms? Consider this in your life. And I also just feel like this question can be hard to consider and it might bring up some sadness for you to consider. So take that with you as you listen to the episode. Yeah. And I think it's helpful to listen to if you're expecting, um, because I think again, you know, we do have a lot of postpartum episodes and this being one of them to, you know, to hear this kind of before you enter that part of life could actually be really helpful. Our next one, this was one Jess had done about a complete fitness plan for thriving and not surviving. So, yeah. So how can we help ourselves feel like we are thriving in our lives in pregnancy, postpartum, and not only surviving? And for sure, there will be moments and periods of time where we're just surviving. And I know for so many of us, in 2020, it felt like a lot of periods of surviving, especially mothers and parents, like just truly such difficulty. So let's recognize the reality of that. And also, can we enjoy our lives in some ways more so? And the work that I do specifically within our Two Pregnancy and Beyond fitness coaching program, which is our membership plan for pregnant and postpartum people, this is really what we're trying to do is use exercise, strength training, fitness as the tool or the vehicle to help people feel better in their bodies and in turn in the rest of their life. Love it. And our next one is another postpartum episode. And this one is about Again, another Q&A. So postpartum exercise Q&A. This was episode 118. And again, we cover a lot. When um, when we do Q&A episodes, we really cover a range within a topic. So we talked about um, straight training after having a vaginal tear. Again, we talked about cesarean scar massage, um, about doing crunches postpartum, uh, support leggings postpartum. What can you expect those first few days after giving birth? Um, Different types of exercises. When is a good time to consider starting them? You know, that six-week green light. um, Everyone gets told, like, don't do anything for six weeks and then magically jump into everything possible. Um, So we really cover quite a few important topics. And these were questions that you sent to us. So 
again, highly recommend whether you're at any stage postpartum or if you're pregnant, uh, you'll really like this episode. Yeah. And save yourself the hours spent on the Google rabbit hole on this one too. Honestly, like let us just give it to you in this one spot because it's going to save you hopefully some hours and perhaps some grief around it. Exactly. And yeah, and please share this too. Like I find that's another great part about podcasts is like, it's easy to share this with family or friends, especially if you know, like the stage of life everyone's in, and they may also be sifting through thousands of, um, of Google, you know, (laughs) searches and everything to find answers. So sharing a podcast with a friend can make such a difference. So our next um, episode was 119. And this was with Martine. And so she shared three different pregnancy, birth, and postpartum experiences. Um, I had met Martine. um, We had connected on social media for a while. And then she actually took my online bump to birth course when she was expecting her third. She has followed a lot with what Jess is doing as well, because she's also a fitness instructor. Um, So this one was really popular. And I find we have a number of birth story episodes and we're always asked you know, to, for more, like we love to share different experiences because I do think that's important to hear a variety of experiences people have. So this one is nice because Martine shares three different experiences that she personally had, how she prepared in pregnancy, how it was different going into her third, and then also her recoveries. And she shares too that she experienced um, pelvic girdle pain. So pubic symphysis pain specifically And how it was different between her experiences, the more she learned of what she could do to actually help this type of pain within pregnancy. So check this one out if you're pregnant or planning to be pregnant. Uh, Our next episode, this one, again, I think we're going to be doing probably a part two and maybe three, four and five um, strategies to return to running. We do get asked about this a lot. So this was episode 120. And honestly, this is like Jess and mine top tips that we both use. So Jess as a fitness coach, me as a physio, I use these daily and it is amazing how these strategies can affect someone's um, symptoms. But even just having this knowledge in pregnancy before you get to postpartum and want to return to running, having this knowledge ahead of time. But then also if you're a health pro and Right now with COVID, a lot of people have switched or now at this point, you might be partially virtual, partially in person, which is what I'm doing. You can use all these strategies virtual. I've been loving this um, with some clients who either can't come in or they happen to have a treadmill at home. So we actually do virtual appointments and I can watch them run on their treadmill. We can use these strategies and see within that session changes whether it's pain or pelvic floor symptoms when they run so honestly this episode is is pretty sweet with if you're thinking you want to be running or maybe you're having issues with running right now these tips can make such a big difference yeah and such good timing to go listen to this one for the first time or go back I know for a lot of my clients where we are in the world we're heading into we are in winter and yeah they're moving indoors they're not headed to the gym this winter at all some people are finding some used treadmills to get into their homes and they want to do some walking sprinting running throughout the winter really to support their physical health but honestly more so their mental health through the winter months too 
and running can be an excellent way to do that. And on that note for the fitness and health pros, this is exactly how we teach our students in the postnatal fitness specialist academy, which is my course for fitness and health pros. So these are the exact tips that, again, like Nita said, you can pass right along to your people. Mm-hmm. And then our ninth um, top episode was 134, and this was how to use mobility exercise in pregnancy. You might notice a trend that we do talk about this in a variety of episodes because it's just so helpful. And people don't get told this enough in terms of how how helpful this can actually be. Um, so we go through things around myths around movement and mobility and pregnancy because there definitely is a lot of those out there. Um, and including, you know, how mobility and flexibility work um, can be helpful, but also some of like our favorite exercises. And then the benefits also of this, whether you're going to have a vaginal or a cesarean birth, And again, there are a number of people who are going to have an unplanned cesarean, so you won't know ahead of time. However, doing this in pregnancy actually can help you prepare for both, including your postpartum recovery. So it's like you're getting a head start on um, your after birth recovery. Yeah, love it. I can't believe that was episode 134. I feel like we just recorded that last week. What is happening? I, I know. I know. Time is, I feel like this year it's been like it's been a combination of feeling slow but yet really fast at the same time which is kind of like early postpartum the days can be really long but then once you're kind of through a certain point you it does feel like it went by fast um so yeah that was a really popular one this year so definitely go back and check it out and then our last top episode this was about 10 pillars for training and treating postpartum people um, this is an excellent episode if you're a health or a fitness or a birth professional to have this information, because um, this is what Jess goes through in her postnatal fitness specialist academy for for pros. Yeah, so this is the exact process that we teach our students in the academy. So those 10 pillars for training and treating postpartum people, you could use those in fitness coaching, personal training, group fitness, CrossFit, in physiotherapy, physical therapy, literally any health modality. And we just laid it out for you exactly how we would teach it step by step by step. Here's what you start with. Here's what you educate on. Here's how you progress people here's what you do when this stuff comes up for them, like incontinence, pelvic organ prolapse, diastasis recti, all the things, and really how to support them as a whole person in postpartum. So while of course, we're talking about the core, the abdominals, the pelvic floor, we're also considering what is happening for them mentally, emotionally, personally, professionally, spiritually, because these are also the pillars that go into working with postpartum people. Exactly. So yeah, so those are our top podcasts for 2020. We, and I mean, there are so many amazing podcasts for this past year. We just wanted to kind of highlight the top 10. Um, But yeah, you can always go back and check out any of the ones from this year or previous years as well. And we're excited to connect with you again in 2021.
We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 